the American cradle of liberty. Look at you, you're a freak! What are we alive for except to grab all the kicks we can? To contaminate our society. Now being renovated. Mr. Dowd. Podcasting live from the recent past in multiple rooms all over the Reno Sparks area. You should see it. It's crazy. It's the worst little podcast, and I am your host, Nick Ramirez. Woo! Woo! Rory's on a birthday vacation. Kim's out sick, but we got Ian, Chewy, Dogwater Dick, me, and Smiley Mikey. On the worst little podcast, we're talking out of our ass. Fuck yeah. Smiley Mikey Uh, from, from Santa Rosa, right? At the moment, yeah. Shit. My heart's still in Reno, don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> You're still a part of us. Thank you. Uh, Thank you. Good enough. Accurate yeah. enough for the open. Oh, <laughs> no, yeah. No, okay. <laughs> just like to point out. You just think about Santa Rosa as like a small neighborhood of Reno. <laughs> right. Well, my, my dad my dad, and my uncles. Like my, my everybody, a bunch of my family lives there, yeah. so I think of it that way. And besides, Nick, when oh, you cool. said that this was a bunch of rooms all over Reno, you weren't lying, right? Yeah, and one in Santa Rosa would have been more accurate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. When you're when you go to El Dorado and you're riding up the escalator and you see all those jackpot winners, half of them are from Santa Rosa. Oh, oh fuck I'm yeah, it's <laughs> <laughs> true. So. And the other half are from like uh, you know. Modesto, probably. Yeah, none of, none of <laughs> I was going to say Chico. No, not a single one. Chico. Orinda. Orinda. <laughs> yeah. None of them are from Reno or Sparks or Carson. Oh, never, never. Sunnyvale. <laughs> Up there yeah. on the junction. Shout out to Vallejo. <laughs> yeah, you, they, they have the Bay Area bus that comes over and then... Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's, it's like a good, when you see any of these people of sit down on a machine, you turn that down a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> there are there are Indian casinos, tribal casinos out this way too, but it's not mm-hmm. the same. It's not the same. My dad lives out there, and that's what he always says. It's not the same. We'll go because we want to gamble, but it's not the same. Right? <laughs> <laughs> it ain't the same. <laughs> yeah. yeah, man. Where are you going to get your shitty buffet food? Like, right. That's one thing, right? Yeah. Reno's definitely got that one. So, you know, that's definitely it. And, but I don't know. Um, in 2020, if buffet is the best way to go. No. 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 2022. I've heard, I've heard they serve it for you now. <laughs> they like give I you. I haven't been to a buffet I, this year. They're they're controlling yeah. my portions? Nah, man. Like, <laughs> yeah. No. More. <laughs> I know just exactly is that, like, how like, I want to put the mashed potatoes to float exactly. everything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, back in the day, let's not forget they were called the botulism buffets. Remember, so we can't be. <laughs> oh God, dude! Back uh-huh. in back in the day I when every I time I get the eggs Benedict, I get diarrhea. Yeah, Boy, we used that. to go. Did all you do the same thing we did? Where if you were a local and had like some tiny coupon, you could always get the Baldini's buffet for like three dollars or two dollars. It was something yeah. so ridiculous, but it was the Baldini's buffet, and and it wasn't. And then it got better in recent years, but it wasn't good back then. And we would go there all the time. And, I mean, to be fair, it's still not great. Like, but, but it used to make your it used to make your insides hurt. <laughs> it, it, it does not it does not last. Yeah. 
It doesn't. They're not that uh, bad anymore. The Bonanza kind of kind of offers a similar buffet to what Baldini's used to be. So if you're ever in the mood to go back down memory lane, right up the street from me, <laughs> you can go to the, the Bonanza. There you go. There you go, Rick. Hell yeah! No, and I've I've had theirs. Uh, I've had theirs oh, in yeah. recent years. The, the breakfast buffet. It wasn't bad, and I didn't feel shitty afterwards. It's not so bad. I still yeah, miss that. There you go. That's good too. <laughs> but all the times I'd go eat those buffets when I've been binge drinking all night, and then I'm like, I need food, so I go to the buffet, and then I, and I don't feel good, and I'm like, oh, it must be the food. <laughs> <laughs> no, the bo- it's not the booze. Couldn't be the booze. <laughs> <laughs> So in their defense, I'm just saying, you know, yeah, really, not I, Baldini's wasn't not living. Baldini's, uh, yeah. that shit. Baldini's was, was the actual food. Yes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> well, I was. If you go stoned. to Baldini's buffet when you have a hangover, that's on you. If you want to get it all out all at once, just go <laughs> to Baldini. It. <laughs> it's going to be painful. You're not going to like it, but then you'll go to sleep afterwards. <laughs> sweat it out. Yeah. With your coffee, yeah, coffee, gravy. Uh, but Baldini's laughs at diamonds, so hmm. diamond is that still is open? That, yeah, the diamonds diamond yeah. cafe, man. No, they have a cafe, uh, yeah, it's, it's not a buffet, okay. but I've never like, been I, inside, I've only seen the people walking in and out, and that's oh, enough I have for me. been inside because yeah. I used to live like right up the street on like Ninth and Sutro. Shit. So like yeah the like little apartment complex thing next to West Hills that's where I used to live for like two years, but you'd go mm. walk down there you could get yourself a like there are a couple things that were okay and it was like under fucking five dollars for most of it, so like when you're poor it's like oh that's great and then they did like two dollar cocktails, like, you know it was like a little tiny cup yeah. with just a little bit of booze but like hey man two bucks man not gonna, yeah. you know <laughs> I had a friend I had a friend need to cash his paycheck and I just sat outside waited for him to cash his paycheck and watched the people that walked in and out and they all looked at me like I was a cop like, like they all, it was it was a sketchy fucking crowd, and there was one like there was one dude that was over by the bike racks, and he was just going next to one bike, then next to the next bike, then next to the next bike, then next to the next bike. I think he was checking them to make sure that they were properly locked because he worried about people, you know. <laughs> right. Yeah. You know, right. Rick, you have such a unique outlook on the world. God bless you, man. Yeah, the Diamonds is operated under the Ramada name for uh, hotel purposes. And when one of my wife's sisters got married and some family came in from out of town and they thought, oh, Ramada, that's probably going to be pretty nice. And they got a room booked at the Ramada. And then we saw them at the, oh, no. the wedding. They're like, oh, yeah, we're at the Ramada. I was like, oh, yikes. <laughs> anyway, that's not like most Ramadas. Oh. Yeah, no. That whole, any hotel in that like four block area, you want to just kind of avoid. Oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> well, it's very cultural. And it's very interesting to hang yeah. out down there. You know, if you want to be like, a, if you want to be an urban tourist, like, and see what, yeah, what sure. life is really like. You want to see the real deal. Yeah. 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 Real folk. Anyways, like we this. have a guest. <laughs> you guys want to talk about music? Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Hi, Mikey. Yo. So you've been in the arena scene for a while. Um, we used to do open mics at the Zephyr and stuff like that. Yes, sir. Uh, so That's right. I every you, open mic. Your progeny had, or like, were in the band Crush. They were, uh, and they uh, 
had a bunch of name changes and stuff. Yep. And so we have lots to talk about. Just giving a little background for like and Ian or, or Chewy might not know. So Right, right on. Um, and so yeah. they what they did is they ended up, uh, right now they live not too far from me. They, uh, in, they went two different ways in music. One, to pay the bills, they became a, you know, a cover act and the number one act for their uh, booking agency that was based in Sacramento. So then they played the Reno casinos and the Tahoe casinos and the tribal casinos out here, plus clubs, plus bars, and plus being in Beatle tribute bands, whatever comes along, jazz cover, whatever it is, they've done it all. But their original music, they got a song on three national TV shows and then they broke up and went their own ways. And they're just doing, working on their solo stuff now. And so the pandemic, as awful as it is, has been a real blessing in disguise for creatives who are, who don't have to go or can't go to work. Yeah. <laughs> and so they stay home and create music and get way better at it. You know what I mean? And you can, they can focus on it. And that's sort of my story. I um, was a writer, a freelance writer, a ghost writer of over 100 books. That's how I survived in Reno all those years, raising those two kids by myself. So um, I uh, decided to change my profession eventually to become a massage therapist. He's a different part of my brain and doing literally hands-on work. And I, I worked in <laughs> Reno, I had private clients that I kind of inherited from my book business since they were all high-end one percenters. I'd go from one gated community to the next. So I started doing massage that way and also working at the oldest spa in Nevada. You really know Nevada history if you know what the oldest spa in the state of Nevada is. Shit, what is that? Damn. Steamboat. Oh, hot steamboat. I was going to say the hot springs. And I remember reading uh, stories in old timey uh, accounts of Virginia City and stuff of yes. some guy dying because he fell into one of the pits and boiled huh. to death. Probably. That's, <laughs> so, that that, that, that they, boiling water still there. And, you know, Mark Twain, like everything else, Mark Twain went there, President U Ulysses Grant. Went there when he when he was in Nevada visiting. So yeah, it's a really famous place. And of course, before the white man came, it was a sacred grounds for the Paiutes. <laughs> I believe the Paiutes or the Washoe or both. And, uh, and so those hot springs have been used by humans for thousands of years, and it has has more minerals in it than any like more minerally rich different kinds of minerals than supposedly any other hot springs around. I worked there doing massage therapy. And then I moved to California to be closer to my parents. And, uh, and then uh, uh, I started working at a five-star spa in, you know, Sonoma County, Napa, Sonoma, really hoity-toity, whatever, wine country. And then yeah. COVID came along. So here I am, the first time since age four when the system doesn't have me, because, you know, age four, you're free. Age five, you're in kindergarten. And your life's fucked, basically, till you're 65 or 70 or you're dead, right? So I have all this free time. I started getting into writing more songs and learning how to sing, learning how to play instruments. And that's all of a sudden this year of 2020, I've released four songs, including, uh, see, Lost in the Music, the redo of that. <clears throat> and, uh, and two other songs that we're going to be talking about, the country song, uh, uh, long as we got honky tonks and then another song called don't want to buy a gun actually i wrote that in reno and recorded the video in reno last year 2019 and if you look at that video which is on youtube you'll see a shitload of reno culture and subculture in the video itself but we don't i'd like to talk about long as we got honky tonks first so here i am out here um 
in Santa Rosa and I saved a lot of money, invested money. So I live what I think is a rich life, which basically means I don't have to worry about being homeless for about six months. (laughs) (laughs) It's a good feeling. Oh man, I I feel so blessed. (laughs) But I'm hoping the economy will come back so I can get back to work, you know? (laughs) So I'm doing music and, and uh, long as we got honky tonks, that song came about because, um, I don't know why the hell I wrote, I wrote a country song last year called you hate love. And I wrote it from a female perspective and had a female singer on it. And I recorded the video, what used to be the knitting factory. Then it was rock bar theater. Now it's, um, Virginia street brew house, right? Uh, I recorded, I had the dancers. I had the dancers come in and I had extras there at the bar and I paid for the bar tab and we have a really cool song and a really cool, cool video. And even people pieing each other in the face. So check out that that song, um, uh, "You Hate Love." And uh, and the thing about Reno is, and it's still that way for me, even out in Santa Rosa, that I reach back for different talent, whether it's dancers or instrumentalists or you know whatever it is, videographers. I still come back to Reno because of for for whatever fucking weird ass reason, I have figured out historical reasons in the past, why this is and cultural reasons, psychographic reasons, why Reno has so many creatives and so many different disciplines who can get shit done. If you can just motivate them to do it. (laughs) 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 So you hate love anyway. So I wrote a country song and I started trying to get in on country radio and then I started realizing that Nashville controls country music and a very small number of people in Nashville control it. And like most of commercial radio, you know, the program directors and music directors, not every station like KTHX and Reno is such an, a blessed exception that they will play local music and they, they have their local music, you know, hour in a local spotlight four or five nights a week. They do great stuff, but most of them, I look at the program directors and music directors, whatever the format of the music uh, that the station plays around the country, I look at them as bots. They're just bots that are controlled by AI (laughs) and no consultants. And I got so frustrated in trying to market that country song that I decided I was going to write a country song making fun of country music because every fucking 10 out of 11 songs are just about just a guy singing about alcohol. I'm going to need some whiskey glasses if I'm going to get through. And so I figured I'd, I was driving back to Reno to uh, visit friends this year and to do massage on some of my old clients because I'm still licensed in Nevada as well as California and just to you know see people. And I'm driving along and, I, and you know when you drive along, you can be in a happy mood or a shitty mood. And I vacillate and I was in a particularly sour moment on I-80 driving up through California towards Truckee. And I thought a line came to me that was the most sarcastic line I could, and stupid line I could think of. Long as we got honky tonks, this country will be free. <laughs> <laughs> and I went with it and I completed the song. So the song was really smart assy, the whole thing. Cowboy hats and pickup trucks, football on TV. You know, but then it got more, then that's one level of the song is my smart assy thing making fun of country music. But on another level, it's a very festive, shit-kicking, honky-tonk song at 170 or 175 BPM. So, so there on that level, the song gets people going, and it's fun. 
And then the political aspect of it, one, there's my smart assing thing, making fun of rednecks and their stupid thing. Like you can take away my job and pay, tell me to stay at home. But long as I got good friends to meet in and down with the honky tonk, you know, this country is built on God and guns and guts, blood, sweat and tears. A lot of good folk fought for freedom to drink and say cheers. So I was making fun of it because I'm a fucking smart ass, but I was also celebrating our independence too. And our right. So I'm doing that. And also, you know, there's a thing to be said about, fuck it, come down and drink, you know, practice social distance, but come out and drink in the fucking bars. And, and, and that's resonates pretty strongly in Reno where so many people's livelihoods are connected to that as well as their mental well-being if they're customers. Right. So, well, so yeah. oh, not you anymore, but anyway, <laughs> right. Daddy, daddy ought to be not you anymore, but anyway, Oh, well, so, not the drinking part. I still need to go to the bars and play and hear, listen to music. You damn know? Right. So, damn right. So the song works on different levels. And, uh, and I got this really cool, uh, animated video for this one too, or more of a cartoon illustration. There's not a lot of animation and it just things. So it's still awesome. And it's got all the cowboys with masks on and the, and the like, it's it's really cool. It's cool. So go, so that's the one I'm really promoting now, promoting it on TikTok, promoting it on IG and FB and YouTube. And the promotion is really going to kick into gear this week, actually. Both for You're gonna get the worst little podcast bump. <laughs> Fuck yeah! <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna milk the shit yeah, out of that right. too. <laughs> and I'm gonna yeah. So uh, and by the way, part of my ignorance is it is this archives in a way that I can actually post it at some point down the road. Oh yeah. yeah. All right, I will, for, I will uh, get to that. I will get to that. I'm and, ten uh, years worth of stuff. <laughs> yep. Well, you could you could post your last show that you were on. It's still there. Shit, seven, eight years ago. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. I don't think I'll say I'll stay clear of that. I remember bringing my keyboard in. The yeah. Studio. No, but, you uh, came and you played for us. It was awesome. Oh, thank you, thank you. Well, you guys are the best. So maybe we'll do that. But yeah, we're getting this. We're this is like a good karma boost. Anyway, so that song started off with my anger at the country music, you know, industry, but turned into something I hope is pretty cool. Um, really cool. And the marketing is going to be so much fun because, and then we'll talk about the song itself, but the marketing is going to be really fun because already I dipped back to Reno. I found a friend of not my name, Marla, who's multi-talented in many areas. One is she choreographs songs and she dances and she recruits other dancers. So I said, Marla choreograph a line dance to this. And she had previously done that song I talked about before, "You Hate Love," and she's in there, and uh, and 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 she and her other country dancers, cowgirls, pied me in the face like four of them in a row, um, and that, and then people pied each other in at the bar in Virginia Street Brew House. But anyway, this song here, she choreographed a country song. We and then I had a videographer in Reno, my good friend Ryan Parker. He took them down to Bartley Ranch, some of those old, you know, Western town looking places. I wondered that where that was because it looks yeah, old enough to be I'm... Virginia City, but it's not. I know it's not Virginia yeah, it's City. Bartley Ranch. Bartley, Bartley Ranch. Ranch. also filmed some stuff up at, uh, up at, uh, up at uh, Rancho San Rafael. But the Bartley Ranch at the corral, there's actually a horse running behind them in one of those clips. Yeah, yeah. And, it's, and it turned out great. And they, they choreographed to the 21 second or 25 second chorus and pre-chorus and chorus. So that's up there on all the major social media platforms right now. That's up there. 
and the lyric video. Plus I chopped up the lyric video in little snippets. So that's out there. And then I, I lip sync to it. And then I actually did a, a, I haven't put it up yet, but I do my solo dance to it too, trying in big ass country boots and looking spazzy, but trying to do it. And then I'm going to have uh, hot girls lip sync, like models lip sync to uh, the chorus and wearing cowboy hats, you know, and I'm just going to go full fucking full goose bozo. Just go crazy on, on marking it for the next two months in all these different ways. And, but I had to dip back to Reno for, you know, Marla and her country dancers to, to do it. And the videographer and in getting the song recorded, I needed ambient bar sound. So first I asked Rick if he would do it and he's too booked up. Oh shit. Uh, wait, wait. But before you move on from that, Nick, yes, what sir. were the, you just sent me a message that said, I need a room full of people. Nick, listen to this. I need a room full of people screaming. What was it? It was uh, yeehaw. Yeehaw, Nick. Uh, and I need a room amen. full of people screaming. Amen. And what yeah. was the other one? Uh, see, yeehaw. Uh, uh, let's see. Um, yeah. What the fuck was it? I wrote There's the a song. third one. Um, uh, let me think. Let me think. Um, yeah, uh, amen. Um, well, they had to sing the chorus too. They had to sing the chorus. I remember that. Shit. Uh, but he sent me those uh, words, and it was right after Nick and I had just recorded a room full of people screaming stuff for his uh, his album. And one of the lines, there was a yeehaw that everybody did. Yeah. And there was a and there was there wasn't an amen. But the other thing that you wanted was something that we said on Nick's album. Oh, and so for a minute, uh, when I got your message, I was like, yeah. I wonder if it, it was hell yeah. hell yeah. It was hell yeah. Hell yeah. That yes. Was it. Hell he said, yeah. he said, can you get a room full of people screaming hell yeah and yeehaw? And I'm like, I think yeah. I already have that. But oh, there was a brief minute where I was like, shit, I should ask Nick if I could just let him use that for whatever right. he's doing. But then yeah. you said amen. And I'm like, oh, we don't have an amen. So shit. Yeah. So Michelle Bell. Michelle Bell and Carter, in which they spent a lot of hours of their lives with you and Dogwater. God bless but them. Those two, and then three other people that they have pulled into whatever incarnation they have of the Grimtones now or whatever project. So those five sat around in the kitchen making bar sounds and doing that. And then I needed real bar ambiance. So then Michelle, I went to her bartender shifts, you know, she, and I said, just do it on your iPhone. And she got people to sing along to it, and it sounds fucking great. And that's another promotional <laughs> angle I'm going to work. Another promotional angle is it's starting probably with the Swiss. I'm going to solicit from around the country, honky tonks, dive bars, neighborhood bars, whatever, submitting to me their patrons and their bartenders, whatever, singing the chorus, recording it on an iPhone, sending it to me, and I'll upload it on YouTube and everywhere else. And then at the end, they can give some love to their establishment. You know, coming from... Cheers in Boston. We're singing this, you know, and it'll start off probably hopefully with the Swiss and Reno on Mill Street. So I'm going to do all these things because this is going to be Amer this is America's bar anthem. Make America festive again. MAFA. Make America festive again. Hey, ho. <laughs> <laughs> well, so, we, so we one more story. I was I needed a violinist, a fiddler. So I did reach out to somebody in Reno he kind of brushed me off and I networked and found a fiddle player in Nashville who plays the fiddle parts. And it turns out I checked out this guy online. He has four Emmy awards and he sent me his fiddle parts and including a solo that I wanted and this, the other stuff. And then 
my younger kid, Aaron, both my kids don't play any instrument you give them as long as you fucking pay them, right? Because they're pros and they're music whores. So, <laughs> so he picked up a lap still and made it sound like a real pedal still. Well, it's a lap still. So he took him a while, but he got the lap still and the, and the fiddle sound so good meshing together on the, uh, on the song. But if you listen closely, you guys all have good ears. You'll hear this fiddler who's got four fucking M, uh, Grammys. His name is Andy Leftwich. And I fucking looked him up. Four fucking Grammy Awards. Grammys. Yeah, Grammys. That makes more sense. Yeah. And uh, so it was, yeah, it was, it was pretty cool. So it's a really good track. I mean, yeah, I'm the vocalist on it. I did the best I could, okay? So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and then Michelle, and then like this from straight from the Swiss, all these people saying, you know, singing along to the final chorus on it sounds really good. And, uh, and then you hear them at the, the intro. And also I had a few other people in Reno who uh, sent me on their iPhones, hell yes, yeehaws and amens. And I meshed those in. One was Nick Ang, if you know, Nick, the kind of Beatles. Beatles. Yeah. 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 Nick. And then that's another Nick, all these great Nicks, all the Nicks are good musicians. And then, uh, I got a guy named Danny Horton. Oh, Danny. We love love Danny. Danny. Danny's the best. Danny gave me some of that, but he's a fucking actual real country singer. Oh, he's so Um, funny. But he he gave me some of those too that I I put in there. And so I had a, I have quite a few hell yes, amens and yeehaws. And, um, and and it sounded pretty good. And I actually had Jack Daniels help me on the singing too. I just had my Jack Daniels with me when I recorded my (laughs) vocals. Um, So you want to, do you want to spin the song? Is that it? And then fuck yeah, let's hear it. Let's Let's hear it. And, and later we can check out the video because it's awesome. But here it is. Well, you can be rude about my attitude. Tell me my politics are wrong. But long as I can still have a bit of fun, headed down to the honky tonk. Long as we got honky tonks, this country will be free. Cowboy hats and pickup trucks, football on TV. Well, you can take away my job and pay. Tell me to stay at home. Long time got good friends to meet. Headed down to the honk at town. Can I get a hell yeah? Hell yeah. How about a yeah? country was built on God and guns and guts, blood, sweat, and tears. A lot of good folk fought for a freedom to drink and say cheers. So you can tell me to practice social distance, tell me to wear a mask. But if you tell me to stay out of the dewdrop and well, you can kiss my bass. Long as we got honky-tonks, this country will be free. Cowboy hats and pickup trucks, football on TV. Well, you can take away my job and pay. Tell me to drink alone. Long time got good friends to meet. Headed down to the honk at town. Gotta get another hell yeah. Hell yeah. How about an amen? Amen. It's not Sunday, is it? Well, it's Monday night. Games on the flat screen behind the bar. Rolling in the lot, my 4x4. Got my Stetson and my team jersey on. 
And they're my old pals, Johnny W, Jim B, Jack D, and Jose C. I said, boy, since I missed the kickoff, well, next rounds are all on me. And the hustlers shooting pool, doosin' hot as playing fools, and the jukebox rockin' white yo come. Tell me no quarantine can destroy our liberty. You may disagree, well, bless ya. Yeah, bless your heart. Mm-hmm. Yeah, everybody clap your hands, stomp your boots, and sing along now. Long as we got honky tonks, this country will be free. Cowboy hats and pickup trucks, football on TV. Well, you can take away my job and pay. Tell me to drink alone. Long time got good friends to meet Headed down to the honky-tonk Yeah, you can find me at the honky-tonk And there, I forgot to mention that burp at the end wasn't me. That was my son, Daniel. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta give him some, uh, yeah. That was great. Thank you. Uh, enjoyed that. I'm going to check Thank the video you. out later. Look at all the videos. All right. Right on. So you'll get a bump from that, too. Nice. Appreciate it. Well, yeah. share them. Share them. I'll just pimp it out, man. Just shamelessly pimp it. I'll do my best. Share and share. <laughs> yeah. Well, get whoever does the blog post this week as well to include the links over to your YouTube. So. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Share, like, comment, you know, all those things. That'd be so awesome. Appreciate it. Very awesome. cool. Do you want to start on the next song? Because no. that's going to take a while. You know, some guests, we got to like, yeah. we got to pry and pull and be like, please tell us what this song is about and how you recorded yeah. it and what happened. And they'll say like two words and we'll play the song. And that's, oh. not, that's not good. What's podcast. the song about? We don't have oh, to worry know. about that with you. <laughs> I run off at the mouth. I appreciate true. it. We love yeah. it. <laughs> we got content, man. It's great. Fuck Instead yeah. of like sitting here, like trying to get water from a stone. Oh, like, <laughs> More like, like you need, you're going to have to mute my mic at some point. Our <laughs> <laughs> number, number one talker ain't here tonight. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, it's for it sure. It was a great show to have you on because there's no Rory. And I'm really, <laughs> and I'm really grateful that you don't do meth. Oh, okay. so, uh, yeah, I don't. I don't do that. I don't. But I do watch Breaking Bad. I'm like getting stuck and watching it. I watched that whole series already. I'm like back watching Breaking Bad on Netflix again late at night. It's like, anyway, that's another story. This next song is called "Don't Want to Buy a Gun," and you know, I could. I'd rather have people the way Bob Dylan approached things when they said, "What's this song about?" He'd say, well, "What do you think it's about? What does it mean to you?" You know. Um, so I just want to say that don't want to buy a gun it has to do with some pretty big themes, you know, in humanity and, um, and also the times that we're living in and, uh, uh, and even the very first verse of it really works for next year, even though I wrote it last year and recorded it last year and videoed everything in Reno last year and finally got it edited this year after the spy was working at closed and I had time to go back and then say, okay, we got to get this video the editing finished and do it. Um, so the song, the style of, of, of don't want to buy a gun, I guess you'd call it alternative rock, but more like retro rock. And, uh, um, and 
I wrote it as always on the same old keyboard, but I recorded the piano a little bit differently. I did play piano on it and I sing and I did the background on it. I did all the vocals and uh, the video itself is uh, was shot in a lot of different spots in Reno. I actually got a tattoo and that's part of the, uh, I mean, for, I got a tattoo for the video and that's part of the footage in the video. So there's a Midtown tattoo shop. I think it's Reno tattoo company. So that's in there. We needed shots of guns, you know, for sale. So we went, you know, downtown across from the El Dorado, you know, on North Virginia Street. What is the name? Is that Palace Jewelry? Palace. Yeah. You know, assault rifles in the window. So that footage of the assault rifles are right in there, too. Um, I got some stuff shot at, uh, (laughs) used the word shot, it's kind of ironic. Uh, At Rancho San Rafael, a friend, you know, I wanted, again, the theme about music being transcendental, you know, um, greatest gift in the universe that lyrics in there i had it just one of them you know a friend a younger friend a girl just playing guitar just sitting on a bench playing holly scout scala what's the name of their band again she and her sister uh basha b-a-s-h-a oh basha's rad yeah right so uh they're rad so she was just playing acoustic guitar but i needed somebody to, to be doing that so that's in there uh uh then I, I needed some circus performers so we're where else but Reno can you easily find circus performers if you network in, you know, aerialists and jugglers. So one of the, um, one of the places that, you know, the little, little um, artist co-ops that has it, Flux Movement, which is on 6th or 7th Street in Northeast Reno, 6th and 7th and Valley or one, in one of those streets up there in like a former warehouse. They have, uh, they had their thing in there. So I got aerialists in there, a couple of really amazing ones. And, and a juggler with, who's incredibly distinctive looking, Eric Johnson, and, or Eric Nelson's his name. Anyway, so um, they're all in the video, too, because the idea is a little bit of this. You can choose light or you can choose darkness. You can choose buying a gun and shooting people or, you know, being negative and having a gun for self-defense. Or you could choose more light and music and doing things that, that are good and creative and fun, which, you know, circus acts or all that music and, and aerialists and all the Burning Man and Reno culture stuff is, you know, really, you can make that conscious decision. The, the, the first lyrics of a, of a song are, and now it's 2021, seems like everybody's done, putting trust in anyone, maybe the human race is run, you know. Um, so that's kind of, you know, the conundrum that we're in right now. Uh, you know, people are, you know, buying ammo, buying guns, even ordinary people like me, because <laughs> you don't know if the fucking zombie apocalypse is going to happen when everybody or 90% of the population is out of work and being evicted, you know, in a few months and COVID's killing off people and just global warming and who the fuck knows what's going to happen. Um, uh, you know, you can still choose light or you can choose darkness. And that's one of the messages in my song. And, uh, you know, you say you don't want to buy a gun, but sometimes you feel you gotta, <laughs> or you want to, <laughs> don't want to shoot anyone, just want to live your life tomorrow. I mean, that's a very existential uh, conundrum for people. So there's that and there's other themes in there, but the title itself will make people who are kind of stupid 
think, oh, you're anti-Second Amendment and you're trying to ban all guns. You gonna take my gun from me? You gonna pry it from my cold, you know, dead <laughs> body, my fingers? I've had people uh, like that react already uh, that way towards me. Um, but anyway, so I've. But you have bought here. a gun, right? I did. So, so this is you. Uh, you wrote the song as a gun owner. Indeed. Okay. Indeed, I did. Set the record straight. But I never want to have to use it. I really never, ever, ever want to have to use it. Um, and I don't even want to have it. And maybe my song will somehow, you know, give me good karma points or something. Where uh, you know I'll never need it. My guardian angels will be guarding me because you know I don't ever want to use it. And having said that, I could probably have a home invasion this week just because I said that and jinxed it. But anyway. Um, the video so, is such a trip. The video is such an amazing trip. And you got like the, you. the crazy makeup on and the and it's so oh, yeah. great to see so many spots in downtown Reno. This is going to be right. one of those video things that's a snapshot of what Reno looked like in this age. And, and it's, there it's you really go. awesome. And, you know, the makeup... Some people say, oh, you look like Joker, you know, this, and I think I got it done before that even, even the latest joke, you know, the Joker thing came out, you know, with, uh, what's his name, you know, um, Joaquin Phoenix. But the weird thing is you look at me wearing that Joker makeup or Jokerish lit makeup and then walking by all these assault rifles and staring at them. You're thinking this is going to be a fucking mass shooting video, but it's, as you'll see, it's not. And that's a good thing, right? <laughs> Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. So I said too much. Let's let's play the song, you know, or ask ask questions, whatever. Hell yeah. And now it's twenty twenty one. Seems like everybody's done. Trust in anyone Maybe the human race is run You say you don't want to buy a gun But sometimes you feel you gotta Don't want to shoot anyone Just want to live your life tomorrow Planet Earth, 
days it's crazy to be sane Sky streaked wide and make it rain Red or blue is all the same I am blind in the purple haze You say you don't wanna buy a such a nice feel <laughs> yeah it's like uh beetle-esque it would be comfortable in austin powers <laughs> <laughs> there was some backwards solo in there too right yeah there was the backwards guitar solo which was the whole idea was it was beetle-esque in that era of 1966 and 67 psychedelic that was exactly why there was the backward note guitar solo absolutely <laughs> good job oh the big the big drum too yep Exactly. The big drum. In fact, speaking of Beatles, the lead into the chorus where it goes, I think on the snare, that's just like Nowhere Man, the lead into Nowhere Man's chorus, right? Oh. Yeah. We steal from the best. Hey, amateurs borrow, <laughs> pros steal. <laughs> so Good point. Good George point. Martin, if George Martin said, do it that way, Ringo, and Ringo did it that way, or Paul probably told Ringo to do it, then yeah, we'll go with it. <laughs> Oh, speaking of speaking of you and the Beatles, I this morning I was I happened to be checking out some stuff and I saw your video and it was a video of you just playing your keyboard. Was that the Casio keyboard? And it was that's you playing. The same old, yeah. That's the yeah. old Casio keyboard. And I, at first I was like, oh, and then and it was early morning and the sunshine was pouring in my window oh, and it was a nice. tough day and I was like, oh, I got all this work to do and all this stuff going on and you can't go anywhere and doesn't COVID suck. And then this sunlight is pouring in and it was you singing here comes the sun and it was right the sweetest <laughs> fucking thing i swear to god it really moved me this morning oh, and i'm like oh, and I, hey, I was I'm like so oh, mikey i really needed this this morning and then in yeah. the middle of it when you you stop playing for a second and clap that was really yeah. that was so awesome thanks <laughs> oh, man thanks yeah because uh, i mean that's that's what that's what you know that's what they did that was that was the percussion right in that song you know they had hand claps in it right yeah so thank you Stop and it. Here, you know the, th- the cool thing about that song here comes the sun is george harrison's we all know was in love with indian music east indian music there's time signature changes in that song that i guess are very east indian 
influenced. I didn't realize it till I learned the song that wait, this song, the time signature changes in the uh, the breakdown. The da 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 and then, yeah, hand clap. So it made you happy. So I'm so happy. It warmed yeah. my morning. I was so grateful. And the sun was pouring in my window when I when I when I found it. So it just it fits so perfect perfectly. Moment. Yeah. Yeah. Right on. <laughs> Thank you. So that old Casio is probably going to have to go. You know, get a new one. Get a, get like the next the next level up. That's like was the bottom of the line ten years ago, and it's still barely there. So I'll, I'll get a new one next time. I'll upgrade. <laughs> and if it works, it works though. You know. Yeah, one of the keys, one of the E flats is kind of jank janky now. But yeah, you're right. It, it's worked so far. <laughs> well, you just have to write around that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or I used it this percussion like. <laughs> <laughs> is there two more songs? How many more songs do we got? Well, we've gone through three of them. So there was I know there was song for Sarah. And I know I sent you something else, and I can't think of what it may have been Kingdom, Kingdom Come. Kingdom Come, yep. Yeah. So we can do that. You know, that one or Song for Sarah is whatever you, whichever one you want to do. Kingdom Come I wrote this year because of all the, you know, Black Lives Matter protests and the clashes in the street. And I got just like torched or just people attacking me on Facebook for saying things like, we're one human race and I get attacked for saying that. <laughs> it's like fucking really. Okay. Well, let me write a song about how I really feel. And I wrote kingdom come. Cause everybody was, you know, people are not as much at their throat, each other's throats now as they were a few months ago. Um, but you couldn't really say anything back then without offending just about everyone. All right, let's listen to kingdom come and then we'll play the game. All righty. Some say he was black Some say he was lily white With blue eyes to match The words he left were words of peace And they traveled round the world But every time there's trouble The words they go unheard The words they go lives of hope hope and pray there'll come a day when all should live as one and peace shall reign upon the earth and we'll see kingdom come yeah we'll see kingdom come we love and some we love to hate and push the peoples to the edge I hope it's not too late all is flying children crying 
fill the streets Saying now a change must come If not revenge is sweet If not revenge is sweet oh. Now maybe your skin's brown Or maybe your skin's black Or maybe your skin's lily white And you've hardly had a scratch Your blood bleeds red No matter what you call yourself or them Remember what the good man said We're brothers till the end Sisters and brothers till the end to it too all your stuff absolutely i mean i guess my nasal voice is a tiny bit like my gloves of the beach boys but it's melody Ah. you know it's mel it's it's you know it's melodies it's i guess this more than the 90s the 60s is my favorite era of music so yeah you could tell yeah 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 you could tell Mm -hmm. that's cool Right yeah, on. Awesome. And the new uh, Weapons of Mass Creation album, Pan Pantoja, has a lyric that is, uh, if we all get to fucking, we can share a last name. <laughs> so, that's what it, that's what it made brilliant. me think of. I like that. When's that album coming out, or is it out already? I gave it to them, finally. I was the latest. It was I was holding the whole thing up, and I finally turned it over to them. I don't think it's come out yet, though. They're doing their last-minute uh, get things out. Most of the album, though, we played on a podcast recently, but that was before we did the final versions. So they were okay. slightly earlier versions of the songs. If you listen to our Weapons of Mass Creation podcast, we go over most of the several songs off the album. So, right on. But the the final final versions are about to be released in full glorious Yay. versions. Cool, cool. Just in time for the holiday shopping season. I, I like hope it. so. <laughs> I hope it's <laughs> all right, Rick. Give me the music. As you wish, Mr. Ramirez. Thank you, Zombo. It's the worst little quiz, and I'm gonna be quizzing Smiley Mikey today. Oh God! For a shot on the Hall of Fame wall. Oh. Let's see what its score is. Oh my. God. All right. This is. Um. We'll go round. We'll all do one big, or well, we'll see how it goes. Probably <laughs> one big and uh, a little round of rapid fire. I'll start her off with the, um, what would you want for your last meal? Lamb chops. Ooh. Lamb chops. Any sides with that? Yeah, mint jelly. <laughs> Lamb chops, mint jelly. Yeah, absolutely. And to wash it down? Uh, oh, 
definitely wash it down with, well, it has to be chocolate chip mint ice cream, which could be kind of melted right with it. And other than that, well, fuck, I'll just do a Reno thing. I'll just say PBJ. How's that? <laughs> <laughs> Very yeah. Reno. Very Not Reno. the sandwich, y'all. Not the sandwich. <laughs> Not the sandwich, no. Good answer. Caps and right. Okay. <laughs> what is the dumbest thing you ever shoplifted? Oh, fuck. Oh, God. One of them could actually still get me arrested. All right. Oh, no. The dumbest thing, dumbest thing I ever did was I was nine years old, and I shoplifted. What candy bar was it, guy? It was not a Three Musketeer. I think it was a Snickers bar. It mm. was a Snickers bar, and I didn't need to shoplift it. I don't know why I did, but I did. And then the owner of the store came back. It was right after his school, and he started asking us a bunch of stuff, and I, like, verbally attacked him. Like, what are you talking about? What do you, you know, we didn't do anything wrong. How dare you? Yeah. I know. I felt sick to my stomach the whole rest of the day in guilt and guilt for having bought that, you know, stolen that thing that I didn't need. But I did it. And I'm here today talking about it all these years later. The nine-year-old me still feels remorse. (laughs) Shit. Did you ever make any kind of amends for it? Did you ever go back and say, I'm sorry I yelled at you. That was totally me. Well, no, and then the store is gone. Like all the other corner candy stores or drug stores, it's gone. I think it was Barton's or something like that. It was in Seattle. Yeah, it's gone, so there's nothing I can do about it. There's not a goddamn thing I can do about it. Mikey, I'm stuck with the guilt. <laughs> I, want you to, I want you to go to a nearby 7-Eleven and pay for a candy bar and stick it back on the rack. <laughs> I don't do that. Of course, <laughs> price inflation is about 150, you know, 150%. But actually, I can do a 7-Eleven, but I'd rather go support like a first-generation immigrant family. So I'll just go to the local Indian-owned uh, place, and I'll go in there and I'll, I'll take, I'll take, I'll yeah. take like a, a big like a, just whatever candy bar there, and I'll leave money on the counter, and I'll walk out, and they'll say, "You forgot your change. You forgot your change. Don't go." And I'll just. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I will do. Awesome. And then, yeah, that's, that's why. That'll make it even. Yeah. Okay. That will be good karma. That'll be good karma. Okay. We'll do it. Fuck yeah. You guys put me up to it, and I'm going to do it tomorrow. Awesome. I'll be wearing a mask. I'll be wearing a mask. <laughs> what I'll do is I'll probably just overpay for it, and like so, it's like paid three times. I'll leave the money on the counter, and I'll just say, "You keep the change, man. Just keep the change," and I'll just walk out. But. Yeah, that's what I'll do. I'm sure they'll be they'll appreciate it. Yeah. All right, cool. We'll and you have, and you, have, you have publicly admitted it right now on so I did. I did. I'm on it. I, I said I was gonna do it. I have to be a man. I guess it'll have to be a Snickers bar too. So there we go. Fuck yeah. <laughs> they already jack up the price uh-huh. on their on their items there anyway. Oh so man, I'll do they ever? Yeah, so maybe I'll just pay I'll just, yeah. Anyway, I'll work it out, I promise. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, Chewy. Uh, what, in your opinion, is the sketchiest convenience store in the Reno Sparks area? Well, it's the one on Fourth and was it Fourth and Lake, whatever it is, the fire or something. What's it called? Fireside. Yeah, Fireside. <laughs> it's a popular <laughs> answer. The yeah, actual gunshot liquor. Oh, uh, yeah. So they, they got that from that liquor store where there was a gunshot. Oh, uh-huh. <laughs> that is great. That's a, that's a that's a very that's a classic. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Favorite. Yeah. Okay, so because it's got the crazy motel wrapped around it. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. 
And uh, so anyway, I might have to end up living there in six months if I don't figure out how to make some money soon. So well, they probably <laughs> gentrified it. I haven't been down there in a while, but they might have gentrified that motel by now. Yeah, yeah who knows? <laughs> who knows? I'm, I'm gonna drive by later this week and investigate. Yeah, we'll see if they're renting those rooms at the Fireside Motel for about twelve hundred bucks a month now. <laughs> yeah, they're actually Would pretty not nice be surprised. Now, <laughs> <laughs> Same clientele, but they're really nice now. <laughs> oh man! All right. So, um, what's like one like? Because COVID's kind of driven us all a little bit crazy, okay. having to isolate, pandemic, all this crazy bullshit right. so people have been picking up kind of like weird hobbies weird habits weird yep. things that they're watching like for yep. instance i've watched i watch a lot of competitive tetris now ah! very weird thing to do <laughs> but what's one yeah. weird thing that you've picked up or started doing during i, I don't think it, okay i don't think it's weird i'll say that up front okay <laughs> but first off i watched every episode in order of Star Trek TOS, the original series, in order, starting with the pilot, that a lot of people don't count. There were 70, not 69 episodes because of the pilot. Kirk was not the captain, okay? It was Captain Pike. Captain Pike. Not Captain Pike, destroyed Pike. He was a full-bodied human, okay? So, <laughs> I watched it in order, and then, to make it complete, there were six Star Trek movies based on the original series with their major cast. So I had to watch those in order and I had to fucking pay $3.99 each time. <laughs> but I did it. Did I you? fucking did it. And now I watched it for it. So that was one thing, but I don't think it's weird. Is that weird? No, no that's just right. <laughs> <laughs> and it probably answers the rapid fire too. Have you watched Star Trek Discovery? No, I will not watch any other Star Trek other than the original series. I'm I just, just want you that. to know, Star Trek Discovery begins in the same time period as before Star Trek, and so Captain Pike is heavily featured. Oh, well. So, okay. so not not bad. It gets a little weird, but it but it it was it's been an enjoyable trip, I think. Well, if it's got the Captain Pike connection, you've just ruined ruined it because now I'm going to maybe waste more time to like be even more anal about having to see everything, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> Captain, Captain Christopher Pike. That's right, Christopher Pike. So, okay, good, but I did that. Then I think Cobra Kai, which is a terrible Netflix series, but actually really cool. I watched all of that. I watched it in two shifts at work. One. Right on, <laughs> but it's good. But now, so then I started watching Breaking Bad all over again, even though I already watched it. But now what I'm doing is there are five seasons of Twilight Zone, the original. Five seasons. Mm. So, okay, so season one, two, three, and five, not four, are on Netflix. So I'm on season three, then I have to figure out how I'm going to be able to watch season four. Where it is, I'll find it somehow, and I'll watch it in order. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'll watch season five. And so I'll have, and there's like 150 or something of these Twilight Zones. Because there was like, Shit. back in the day, there weren't 13, you know, um, installments every season there was like fucking yeah. 30 or something like yeah. that every week yeah, yeah. once one year they went to one hour not not half hour episodes but one hour episodes or 24 minute episodes because of commercial breaks right but anyway so um there's one i think it might be season four that's one hour full each time but i will watch it in order Every single one. <laughs> it is and so I'm weird. And don't think you're that's that strange. Weird. No, that's not. That's and I'm, not my COVID thing has been watching the old 1950s Perry Mason episodes in order. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah. Which are so, so relaxing. I love that. It's the law the, is all wrong, oh, you know? It's the, the cleanest. The law is actually wrong. The cleanest courtroom <laughs> murder. Everybody that dies, they just fall over. There's no blood. It's it's so <laughs> it's so comforting. It's it's this fake world that doesn't exist. It's I love As it. As opposed to the, the Perry Mason remake that they're doing. Which was the darkest. The exact opposite. It was the darkest <laughs> fucking bullshit I have ever seen in my life. You tell in the first 10 minutes of the first episode, there's a dead baby with its eyes sewn shut. You can fuck right <laughs> off with that. I don't ever oh. want to see that again. <laughs> Holy oh shit. <laughs> oh, that Raymond Burr is turning in his grave. Oh, I'm oh, sure man. that. So. Oh, man, Raymond Burr. <laughs> when that happened. <laughs> uh, you know, Raymond Burr, Raymond Burr played a bad guy in a Hitchcock movie. Do you know which Hitchcock movie I'm talking about? Fuck yeah, Raymond I do. Burr. Anybody else know? No. Okay, rear window. Yes. Love it. Oh, really? That was him. I just watched Rear Window. He's the bad guy. You don't He's notice it. He killed his wife across yeah. the way. The guy buried the dog That's in the okay. oh, Way to ruin oh. it, Chewy. Spoiler alert. <laughs> oh, no. Not everybody's seen a lot of movies. forever ago. <laughs> you, can, you can take that out if you want. I mean, who hasn't seen Rear Window? But... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wish you put that warning in the uh, blog before the. If you, if you have yet to see Hitchcock's Rear Window, watch it before you hear this the episode. Thing is, the way that the guy repelled, repelled the bad guy in there, you can't do it nowadays because, you know, fucking smartphone cannot doesn't have that blast of, you know, light at first, so you can't do it anymore. Oh, that's right. He would have died in the end. Yeah, he would have had to have something else like some serious pepper spray or something like that. You know, whatever, whatever you buy. Or like a pit bull that rip them apart. Yeah, it's something. <laughs> poor Raymond Burr. Yeah, poor. Oh, so is that, is that, do we have any more? Oh, uh, one more long form question. Mikey, what, uh, what things or posters did you have on your bedroom walls when you were a teenager? Fucking Jimi Hendrix, which I stole from my journalism teacher's wall. Because it was like Ugh. a fucking black, black light kind of thing that was from the 60s, and I couldn't resist taking it, which is another fucking thing I got to atone Oh, for. God, oh. you get out there and fix that. <laughs> I did atone because at the high school reunion, all those years later, she had a, a journal, old journalism student show up, and I bought her this badass coffee table book, like a $200 coffee table book, and gave it to her and confessed. And she goes... I always wondered what happened to that poster. Now I know. Well, it's okay, Mike, because I gave her this uh, great gift. Didn't it feel good? Cool? Didn't it feel so good? My klepto, my klepto, <laughs> I'm not a klepto. I swear to God, I'm not a klepto. <laughs> I just had issues when I was younger of taking things that didn't belong to me. So I had that on there. And I had, I was big into, who were the other bands I was into then? Because I was always like, like the retro bands, which is obvious in my music. I was like into the 60s, even back in high school. So I had Hendrix, and I did not. Oh God, who the fuck? It was some other. It might have been a Rolling Stones, probably a Rolling Stones poster of some kind, because I was really into the Stones. Yeah, those two. I'm guessing the. Oh, and Jim Morrison, The Doors. There we go. <laughs> those three. <laughs> it's like I was not of my era. I was just like nobody understood me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, should we do what some? What were some of the popular bands at that time? Okay, because I'm I'm old as fuck. Other people were way into. I'm old as fuck. So ready for this? It's gonna really age me. Van Halen, Styx, um, Ario Speedwagon, um, Blondie, um, 
I was into Elvis Costello back, you know, when he was with the attractions. He had the attractions. They were they were some big ass bands, and then that's just the white people, the black people, folk, or the cool white people were into the Commodores. They were into uh, probably still Earth, Wind, and Fire, but definitely the Commodores, and then all that fucking disco stuff that came out. You know, um, I can't even think of the name of the bands. I know their songs. Boogie, oogie, oogie, till you just can't boogie. You know, and then uh, and then also, you know, who did uh, um, Cool in the Gang, Cool in the Gang. All that kind yeah. of yeah, yeah, cooling the games. There was some good shit yeah. back then. There was some really good shit back then. So oh yeah, absolutely. and then oh, you know, but of course Ramones and and then all the the punk bands, the Clash and uh, and the Talking Heads. I'm old, Talking Heads and all that, all that like what they called new wave stuff. The Cars, the Cars, just about my favorite band. So that first record is so dope. Yeah, man, I listened to that. All the time, every song was good. It's yeah, an orangey sky. Always there's some other guy. Bye bye love. Yep, you you know that one. So hell yeah, hell yeah, <laughs> fucking sweet. hell yeah, hell yeah. Let's do some Damn. rapid fire. Rapid fire. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, Elvis or Beatles? Beatles barely, because my kids are related to Elvis. He's in the family. No shit. shit. No far out. Yeah, man. How's- How's that now? Through the, through their mom, they had a their great grand one of their great grandmothers was a Presley from Arkansas, so that's how they're distantly related to Elvis. Uh, uh, yeah, that's where the part of the family tree that probably didn't fork, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so that's how that happened. But I have to say Beatles. I have to say Beatles. Though I love Elvis, I really love Elvis. In fact, okay. one of my book clients dated Elvis. And got pregnant by him. It's in her book, our ghost her book. Yeah. Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> <laughs> okay, whatever, dude. Whatever. We just no, we, we, we still want to we we don't want to drag the good name of the king through the mud. It's not. We have said reputation. We have said so many bad things about Elvis on this show, Mikey. I'm totally joking. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah, I'm just trying to defend. I'm trying to defend the king here because I I love Elvis, but it's fucking Beatles. They're the all time greatest band forever, and anybody who says they aren't, you know, is just wrong. <laughs> Let's keep going. <laughs> keep All going. right, rapid fire, rapid fire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, so let's ask. Um, um, what's the uh, Star Trek or Star Wars? Star Trek. Thank you, thank you. Knew Fucking it. Awesome. From the previous conversation. Uh, <laughs> Keystone or Wells? Well, yeah, I, I bought more. No, I. Paid way more money on Keystone, probably in that Save Mart and on Rayleigh's and in a lot of places on fucking Keystone I patronized. But I have to say Wells because I could buy massage um, business stuff there in one of their shops there. And mm-hmm. also bars, bars and Wells. Yeah. yeah. Bar, they're better Man. bars than Wells than they're on Keystone. I think like Keystone is more utility, but Wells is more like where I want to spend my time. Oh fuck yeah! yeah. No. yeah. Ta- tacos and booze. Oh shit! Yeah. <laughs> and if you and if you get real problems yeah. with uh, drugs and stuff, there's like three AA clubs on Wells also. 
Yeah. If you want tacos on Keystone, you got to go to Jack in the Box, and those aren't fucking tacos. Oh, there's Taco John, and then there's yeah. um, oh, yeah. Jim Boys, Speedy Burrito. Oh, oh there's, that's there's so three, good. There's three like amazing world class burgers on Wells. I mean, oh, yeah, fuck Wells yeah. is the right answer. Oh, fuck just, yeah. That's I just couldn't come cool. up with anything. I saw the word Keystone on a bill I have here, and I thought. <laughs> <laughs> That's just called improv, man. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, so you're in a universe where you can only have one of these two things to have ever existed, the Beatles or Star Trek. Oh, my fucking God. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, I, I, I'll, I'll, go, I'll go with the Beatles. Um, but because there's, you mentioned Star Trek, there would be an alternate universe that I could be able to enter to find Star Trek. Although it'd probably be the one where Spock's got a beard and it's like that weird alternate universe. <laughs> <laughs> you are going to love Kirk discovery. Banging his, uh, banging his like second officer girl in the miniskirt. Remember that? Um, yeah. Remember, so remember this, Star Trek. remember this uh, conversation when you watch discovery. Okay, you're okay. gonna love it. <laughs> you're gonna to love it. Now. It's you're gonna hate part of it, but you're gonna love it. Make it to the end. Make it to the end. How many was it? How many years was it? How many oh, series? It, they're on the third series right now. It's coming out right now. They're halfway through the oh, third series. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Shit. Okay. You got my. I got my homework now. Damn it gets it. a little <laughs> weird. Don't bail. Just like stick it out. <laughs> I got you, man. I got you. <laughs> if you hate it, call me and yell at me. I won't. I won't. I won't. I'm sure it's a good recommendation. I'm sure of that. Okay. I got to get through Twilight Zone first, though. Oh, yeah. I understand. <laughs> Priorities. I don't. They have a pretty don't. good Star Trek cartoon now, too. Oh, oh Lower yeah. Decks. Yeah, Lower Decks. I watch, I, I, you know, throw that on when you're doing dishes or, or just, you know, drinking your coffee. It's pretty good. Is it's it? pretty good, man. Yeah. I'm That's surprised. That franchise has had a lot of spinoffs, evidently. Lots of spinoffs. Right on. But that ends a quiz because uh, oh. he just, he got like 10,768 points, according okay. to the calculator over here. Right on, man. Right it's on. A damn, a damn good score, Smiley Thank Mikey. You. you should be proud. Uh, I am. Well, we are going to be having to get out of here so why don't you set up the last song that we're gonna hear and okay oh so there's and one tell everybody um you know how they can get a hold of you and all oh, yeah. that yeah yeah we'll so get out of here. smiley mikey i'll spell it s-m-i-l-e-y space m-i-k-e-y smiley mikey and uh so you can find me on youtube as smiley mikey you can uh, find me on Spotify as Smiley Mikey. You can find me on TikTok at at the real Smiley Mikey. You can find me at Smiley Mikey on Facebook as well. And uh, so that's you can find me that way. And or if you just know the titles of the songs, you know. Anyway, I think you'll find a little bit of many different kinds of songs. This last one here, I guess, is song for Sarah, which I. I actually used my Casio in the studio and played this. And it's simply me singing, playing the piano. And then we add some um, synth strings, of course, synth strings, because I uh, can't afford a real string, string people to play real string instruments. Unless I guess I find 
you know, whoever played that uh, cello here as a stand-up. <laughs> but anyway, I have, I have, so I have that. And I wrote the song for a girl named Sarah, yet one more grandiose unrequited quest of mine. And she was Iranian or Persian or whatever. So that's why I threw in some, you know, lyrics from Omar Khayyam, the great Persian poet is in there too. Um, so I wrote that song and, and sent it to her and she loved it. Anyway, she's a beautiful woman who deserved a good song because, you know, Sarah means full of light and she's full of light. And I'll find, I'll I'll have to find another Sarah. There's lots of Sarahs right out there. So I'll just have to find another one. There's a lot of Sarahs in the sea, my friend. And Ashley's too. Yeah. (laughs) A lot of Ashley's. The Ashley's are crazy, right? Okay. So, so that song for Sarah, it's a song that I guess, I don't know what style you call it, singer songwriter, but just played a bunch of broken chords on the piano and did my best to try to sing and had those uh, synthesized strings. And that's the whole track. That's all that's on the track. I want to thank you, Smiley Mikey, for being here today. Oh, yeah. Ian. Yeah, it was real good talking to you, man. Hey, great talking to you guys, all of you. All right. Well, for, with that, uh, I want to say hi to Rory. And everybody, let's, say, let's sing happy birthday to Rory. Ready? Okay. One, two, three. Happy, happy birthday, birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to or as Rory likes to say, level up for Ian, for Chewbacca, for Dogwater Dick, for Smiley Mikey. I'm Nick Ramirez saying life is short and we love you. Take it away, Smiley Mikey. On the worst little podcast, we're talking out of our ass.